Welcome to Third Eye Science. I'm your host, Susan Bontoon, and on this podcast, we will be exploring the lines between science and spirituality. As a scientist and a yogi, I've found that these two realms do not have to be mutually exclusive. With the perspective of a logical scientist, I've navigated my own spiritual journey with a curious, open mind. I'll share lessons and tools I've found along the way and have compelling conversations with spiritual leaders, teachers, yogis, healers, and fellow travelers about their experiences and practices. In this age of information and misinformation, it's time to interpret and understand the world with your third eye. Hello and welcome to Third Eye Science. Before we get into the episode, I want to just remind you of a couple of the offerings that I have coming up. I've had an ongoing class series called Foundations of Light. This is weekly on Soul Tribe Online as part of my weekly energetic tune-up class. And we began in February, February, and it's going all the way till April 4th. The classes are at 5.30 p.m. on Mondays, that's Pacific time. But even if that timing doesn't work for you, every class is recorded and put on the uh, Soul Tribe class archive, which also means that even though the series is well underway, and we have a week left to go, you can still join Soul Tribe and do the series in your own timing. The membership currently is $29 a month, and you have access, as I said, to the live classes as well as the recordings. So this special six-week series was created to um, really bring in a strong container to hold more frequent, high frequency light in your energetic field. Each week we build on foundational meditation practices to help you regulate your nervous system, balance your emotional and physical bodies and elevate your prana. As we navigate the chaos of the world, it's more important than ever to create a stable anchored energetic platform. This class is 45 minutes long, and I always leave five minutes at the end for while while you go into Shavasana, um, I do a healing energy work session. So you receive either Reiki or some other energy that is feeling (laughs) that the group aura is calling in. So please join me if you feel intrigued. And as I said, it doesn't matter if you've missed the first few, it will be a continued resource. So whenever you hear this, you can join Soul Tribe and do those classes. And then the other thing I want to mention is that this Thursday, March 31st at 7pm, I have my next 
Third Eye Science Collective session. This one, the theme is Cosmic Leap. So we are celebrating Aries season. Now that we've shifted from the last sign of the astrological calendar, Pisces, into the first Aries, we're invited to plant new seeds, cultivate the new energy of spring, and leap into the experience we would like to create. In this collective energy session, we will leverage the energy of the new moon in Aries to take action towards our cosmic destiny. We'll sit in meditation together, and then you'll relax and receive energy that will help you leap into your destiny. So these sessions are about an hour long, and they're held on Zoom. As I said, it's 7 p.m. Pacific time. And I also share, record these and share the recordings after so you can listen to them again. Or if you missed the live session, you are held in the energy of the session live, and then you can watch or listen to the recording afterwards. So for just $13, you can join this, um, this week, but I'm also offering a package where you could join for the rest of the year. So that would be 10 total collective, um, third eye science collective sessions through December, 2022 for just $122. And just a heads up that the next session will be April 30th on the new moon solar eclipse in Taurus. So it's going to be a big one for closing a cycle and starting a new one. So please join if you feel called. You can just scroll down and you'll find the links in the show notes or you can go to thirdeyescience.com and you'll find all of my offerings there. All right, now on to the episode. Hello and welcome to Third Eye Science. Thank you for joining me, for coming back each week, or if you're new, welcome. This week I want to talk about radical honesty and this was something that was introduced to me. Well, it's been introduced to me for probably a long time ago in my spiritual work. Um, and even in the program in, you know, a 12 step program, but it just came back around this week and kind of reminded me to really commit to radical honesty. And by this, I don't mean being a jerk and just like being blunt and saying whatever's on your mind. That is not what we're talking about. (laughs) But we're talking about this, the simple lies, frankly, that we say all the time. How are you doing? I'm, I'm good. Are you really good or did you just say that? And it's not, you know, there's no, it's not a malicious lie by any means. So those are the simple ones. And then there are the ones that are, you know, where you're really holding 
something back from someone you love, maybe, which, you know, it can also be dishonest to not share the truth, being quiet. It can also be the kind thing to do. So you have to have some discernment depending on the situation. Like I said, we're not talking about just being a jerk and telling people like, whoa, you've really gained a lot of weight during the pandemic, huh? (laughs) Like that's not helpful. (laughs) This is where you pause and not say anything. If that thought comes to your mind. And and it also, in so doing, you will be observing yourself. You'll notice all the times where you're, where you could be telling, you know, a lie or an untruth. (laughs) Whether it's a white lie, a small lie, actually, I don't like that term, a small lie or a big lie. There are, there, there is a spectrum for sure. And then the other thing I want to mention is radical honesty with yourself. This is where I think the real juicy part is <laughs> this high energy, liquid gold energy coming coming in when you can be in radical honesty with yourself, because that is where you can be brutally honest, not, you know, not, um, pain, pain inducing or not abusive to yourself. That's not at all what I'm saying, but this idea of like, we often kind of shake things off. Something's bothering you, you know, something happens and, you don't want it to impact your day and you shake it off and you just let it go. And that's fine. But at some point, because your body holds on to these things, your energetic field holds on to these things. So at some point, you have to be honest about how something impacted you. Especially if it's because these things add up over time, if it's in some category of this person continues to do these things to me and I just keep, you know, not addressing it. This is an example. I'm not addressing it because it's, I don't, maybe I'm averse to, um, conflict, which I know many people are, especially people like all of us who are sensitive and working on ourselves, possibly empathic. You can feel other people's feelings. So you don't want to get into a conflict. And I get that. So how can you be honest with yourself? This is not even getting to the step of like confronting somebody, but just really notice what is, what is, how is this situation impacting me? And I have an example of this um, yeah, just this week I woke up one morning and was like, whoa, I, <laughs> I'm not feeling good. And it, and you know, energetically, like not feeling, it wasn't, it was like, I was in a terrible mood. I also was just 
really tired after a very long week of work. And I'm waking up on Friday morning and was like, what is going on? It was just so noticeable to me because that isn't really my default mode. And I was just started to be like curious. So that's the first place to start is be curious about what you're feeling or if you're observing yourself in conversation and you know, you're noticing you're having to edit (laughs) because you don't want to say something, be curious about why do I feel that I can't share this openly? Why do I feel that I can't be radically honest with this person? That can really help inform what's going on with your relationship with this person. And so I, I realized that morning it was, you know, I think it was, it was because a combination of things, it was just a, a long week, but then I was also realized, oh, I'm getting my period. That's so that definitely plays into it for me. Any woman knows that this can be, (laughs) maybe it happens before, you know, or during, or, you know, it's, different for everybody. And for me, it actually helps to know that because then it's like, okay, there's, there is something chemical going on here. There's hormones happening that are making me not see the bright side of things. And (laughs) then I started, so I was being curious and then I also had things to do. I had to go, I went to an appointment and then I had booked, a basically a you know, a friend, a walk date with a friend at the, in the forest right after the, the chiropractor appointment. And I also, oh, the other thing that was happening was my neck was kind of seized up and had, I had pain in my shoulder and my neck and I happened to have the chiropractor appointment. And, you know, as soon as I laid down on the table, I was like, yeah, my neck is really bothering me. And, um, so she did her thing and I'm also being kind of, you know, being curious about what, what's going on with my neck. Where's this coming from? Cause I've had, for me, it's, it's the place where I hold tension, any kind of stress, that's where it's going to show. And it's always on the left side. And so it was just over the course of this entire weekend, I was able to just be really curious about what was going on with me. And yeah, so then later that, so that Friday I was late to meet my friend and then I was rushing to get there. And then as I'm coming into the park, I get yelled at by the toll toll booth person, like, and she just did it. It's like, I was driving too fast. Okay. I was driving too fast, which I am definitely known to do. I'm not going to say I don't, but she's like, did you see the 15 mile an hour speed limit sign on your way in? Cause, because you were definitely driving faster than 15 miles an hour. And she just did it in such a condescending way. And I just was like, all I said, it was sorry. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I could have said. Right. 
And she's like schooling me. Like I don't, I literally have a park pass and like, of course, of course I know that there are pedestrians, all this stuff. So it was just like, that was a weird interaction. And as I was walking out of the chiropractor, a random person on the walking by like yelled at me for something. And I was just like, what is happening? (laughs) Then I saw somebody, somebody coming home from the farmer's market the next day. I saw somebody yelling at somebody and I was just or laying their horn you know it was like as we were crossing the street because I'm walking to the farmer's market because it's super close and this guy was walking in and a guy in a car was yell was honking at him and it was just like what is the point of this then I had a couple other frustrating things happen and I was just like okay am I putting out some sort of, so again, coming back to this radical honesty, is this the energy that I am attracting, right? We are magnetizers, like we are putting out energy and we are also attracting energy to us. So it was like, I had to really look at that and think like, am I creating these situations just based on this mood I'm in and this situation, it basically just not feeling great. And also the whole neck thing, like, where's that coming from? And so then just today I was able to kind of get into a place of real surrender. I talked to, I had, you know, a couple of social outings and talked to a friend about it last night. And I woke up this morning and had a running date and um, was planning on meeting my friend at the, the forest. And it was an early, you know, morning run. That's what we do on Sundays. And I was feeling better. I was also still kind of dragging, like not able to get up as early as I normally do and having to fit in my meditation, like just not feeling like I had the time that I would have preferred on a Sunday morning. And I just was like, you know what? It doesn't matter. There's no, I have time after, you know, I did a little meditation and then I went and met my friend and we actually had a really good run. It was surprisingly not cold. It's been super cold in the mornings. Well, (laughs) I'll say that as a caveat, as a Californian. <laughs> um, and then and then I came back and I was I was signed up for a sound bath, an online sound bath or like a uh yeah, it was a sound bath and biofield tuning and it just gave me this opportunity. I've also been listening to a ton of podcasts that are really helpful in letting me, helping me think about things and just process things and reading books that I'm really interested in. And um, so I got down to, I've been diving back into, we briefly touched on this in, in a course, the course that I did through Mansion of the Heart University. Um, parts therapy is part of the family internal family systems 
therapy. And so it's this idea that we have all these parts that serve different roles. We have managers that are the ones that get things done. And we have protectors that are protecting some really traumatized part of us. And I've, you know, I've done a ton of work on a lot of the, all of this, but sometimes there is a deeper layer that comes up and allows you to re-examine what, what's going on. And I was able to just, again, be curious. I also think that, that something that's happening for many of us is here we are two years of this pandemic. It's not really over, but it's kind it's like kind of feeling like things are more open. Mask mandates have been lifted. Like the people who are going to get vaccinated are like, there's, there's other things to be worrying about in the world and it's not completely over. So it's like, it's just this weird, we're in this weird place again. And we've been here last summer, we were there. And remembering that last summer we thought it was over and then, and then Delta hit. And so I think there's part of my body that's like, is this real? Is this real? And then I have a trip planned in April and it's, you know, I think there's parts of me that are a little bit like cautious, understandably. And I'm sharing that because I'm sure many of you are feeling that way. And, and if you're not, I would like to you know, to suggest that you might have compassion for the people around you who might be feeling that way. And I really was able to go into the sound bath was focused on the heart. And I was able to go in and just really talk to that part of me that was coming up to be re-examined. And it came up around this there is a part of me that protects the traumatized little child that was molested. And so then when, and part of that is this um, tension behind my heart. And it was like, and that is all, it's all muscular. So it, it, goes up into the left shoulder and up the left side of the neck. And as she was talking about the heart chakra, how it's related to so many things, and the back of the heart is related to receiving love, hope, grief, all of these things. And the left side is receiving, the right side is is giving. That's like kind of generally energetically with our bodies. And our hands are an extension. We have chakras on our hands and those are an extension of our heart. And I just, it's just like all clicked together. Like, oh, there's still this part of me that's protecting myself from rejection and 
not feeling, not being able to receive love fully. And it's not that my heart has has been this way the whole time, but I've had times where I've been able to completely open everything. And then when stress and anxiety come in, it can close back up a little bit. And I'm sharing that because it is something that you may have some equivalent, you know, that's, it's different, it's a different example. It's a different part of the body or it's a different, um, feeling for you. But this was all just, it finally all just by being curious and really examining what was going on internally for me physically, as well as emotionally, as well as the thought processes I was able to then in a healing session while being held in a container of energy by someone that I trust, then I was able to go in deep and just really comfort and give love to that inner child. And so if you don't know anything about parts therapy, you can learn more about it. Um, it's I'll link to internal family, internal family systems. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But there are lots of, you know, books and resources out there about it. I just have, we did one little module about it in the course that I did. So I'm interested to dive more into it because it really is a powerful therapeutic process. And remembering that all the parts of us are, are helping. The protector is there to protect and it may turn into something like addiction. You know, that's, that's what happened to me is like my addiction was protecting me from feeling the feelings and the a, the part of me that blocked, I mean, I was able to actually completely dissociate that what happened to me. I did not remember that until I was in my 40s. And so, you know, and it wasn't until I was had done a lot of self-inquiry and spiritual work to be able to even be open to remembering. And then I finally remembered. And and I talk about that in a past podcast as well. So if you want to go back, I can link to it in the show notes. But it's really a powerful process to be real, truly radically honest with yourself about your feelings and about whatever is going on. It's like, I think I caught myself, I think a little bit doing that spiritual bypass where it's like, here I am meditating, you know, many, many hours a week doing all these courses, doing all these things. Like I'm, I'm skating through this pandemic. And it's like, no, I'm human as well as being a spiritual practitioner and teacher, I'm also 
experiencing what the world is experiencing. And I think it's so important. I think that is part of the strength in the, in for many of us who are, who do become teachers and mentors is because we've been through these things. And you can relate to me because you have been through some of the things I've been through or something similar. And I think that it's really important to remember that we're never going to be finished. We don't just like, okay, that childhood trauma, check, done. (laughs) Okay, like that neck, you know, that tension, check, done. These things can come back and it's not a, it's not a failure on your part. It is your body showing you there's something new to be learned. And I can say that I did really truly connect in a much deeper way to my inner child today. So I just wanted to share that and I will keep, um, I'll encourage all of you to join me in this radical honesty. Another simple thing that I did was kind of, um, and it was the, it just came out. I was grocery shopping that day that I was having all these things happening. And the guy at the, um, the cashier was like, Hey, how's it going? And he was just like, very nice. And I was like, or how's your day? That's what he said. And I was like, you know, it's a day. <laughs> That's, I did, And I didn't even think about it. I just said it. I just couldn't be like, it's good. How was yours? You know, I just couldn't do it. And he was like, yeah, I'm kind of having a day like that too. <laughs> and I was like, and it was just really nice to be honest. <laughs> and I think he probably felt that way too. And so if you have that with a friend or a coworker, it may open up a conversation that you would not otherwise have. So allow yourself to be honest. Of course, only when it's helpful. Being honest can also mean not talking (laughs) because being kind is also very important. And it's discerning when it's just necessary to share the truth and doing so in the, you know, the, most effective, kind, and open way possible so that you can be open, you can have a conversation, you can share something hard with someone, but allow yourself to be open to listening and being there for them holding space for them to have the reaction they're going to have, whatever that may be, and not trying to anticipate what it's going to be. So see if you can spend this week in some radical honesty, or maybe even just a couple of days. (laughs) And we can check back in about how that's going for all of us. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know if you have any um, questions. I always love to hear about people's thoughts on how they relate to the podcast. So let me know how Radical Honesty is going for you. 
And um, please rate, review, subscribe, and share this episode with someone you love. Thank you so much. And see you next week. Satnam Namaste.